What is up in tall, small land? What is up in tall, small land? It is Tuesday. It's Hanukkah. It's Christmas Eve. And we are not quite up yet. Normally, this is our lunchtime. We usually get up at four something every morning, and it's now eight something, and we have barely moved. Why is that, Rebecca? Laziness. <laughs> and how many people. Pure laziness. How many people are infected with laziness in their day to day lives? Everybody. It, it's contagious because a lot of times you get sucked into people saying to you, there's no time to talk till after the holidays. Nothing's happening. Nothing's moving. And it's easy to slip right into that same coma. And even tall, small slipped into that for a moment. But we pulled ourselves back out. Like quicksand, we rescued ourselves. That's from a nice way to say it. Keith threw all the covers off the bed, made it really cold in the room, poured ice cold water on my head and oh my said gosh. it was time to get out of bed. And I'm a good liar. That's a normal wake up policy. <laughs> yes. Normal wake up. But we are off to the gym today because exercise is key to keeping yourself not only physically fit, but mental, but getting rid of the stress that we all have in life. Because believe it or not, that will affect your appearance and your communication with others. Often it's our self-talk that sabotages us more than anything in life. It's easy to point fingers and say, well, someone else said, you don't get this promotion. You don't get this job. You're not good enough. But really it's our own voice that's in the driver's seat. And during the holidays, people communicate in very different ways. Have you noticed, I've noticed the other day I was in Royal Farms. Love our Royal Farms. Also a client of ours. Rofo. Rofo. And... Someone behind, not behind the counter, front of the counter said to the cashier, hope you have a wonderful holiday. And they said, well, it would be nice, but I'm working. And the conversation probably fizzled from there because the person who extended the holiday greeting probably had no idea what to say. Exactly. And they most likely weren't working. They could be working. But for the point of the story, they realized at that moment, that there was a communication break because each person's perception of what was going to occur during the holidays was completely different. You see this a lot. The how are you that has no meaning during the holiday season is often replaced by an odd question. Are you ready for the holidays? What does that mean? Are you ready for the holidays? I never quite know how to answer that. And that's also difficult for people that have lost someone or people that are going through financial or economic distress when they say, are you ready? It's as though if you're not ready or you haven't purchased things or you're not in a good mood, you are doing a disservice to the holiday. And that somehow sends the self-talk into that downward spiral that people are trying to avoid. What are some other things that people can say to each other at this time of year? Hmm. What's something that inspires you every day? I love that. Or do an act of kindness to a stranger. It could be a smile. We were reading Facebook this morning, and one of our friends, Suzanne Forno, had a wonderful post how she and her family had gone to a diner last night on the second night of Hanukkah. And her kids were playing with that claw machine where Mm -hmm. we always lose. But somehow they won three toys. And her son gave one to another little girl, younger, who didn't win. Next thing you know, when their bill came to the table, it said paid. That little girl's family had paid for Suzanne's Mm -hmm. bill. 
And it could have ended there, and Suzanne paid it forward. And it doesn't have to be something financial, but doing something for someone when they don't expect it is one of the best things you can do this season, but all year long. So the key here is to find out when Suzanne Forno goes out to eat and sit somewhere close. And lose at a game, and then you'll get your bill paid. <laughs> Thank you for that moral of the story. I've learned quickly. But I did something for someone else the other day. I made dinner for Rebecca. And that was quite the accomplishment because not only did I have to choose the items and go to the store, fight the horrendous hordes and crowds that were fighting, clawing, and grabbing for the food that I most wanted. (laughs) I have a feeling nobody was anywhere near the aisle where you were standing. The cutest part of it was Keith asked me the difference between a pot and a pan. (laughs) They all look the same as long as they just can hold stuff. It works for me. But what did we have, Rebecca? We had a wonderful meal of Manning's hominy. Hominy is a white type of corn. And we had port wine cheese with authentic Triscuits, which I just noticed that they changed the box. (laughs) It used to be, growing up, the box used to be yellow. It's funny how colors communicate things. I'm looking for the Triscuits. I'm thinking, where do the Triscuits go? Probably because that's the last time you entered a grocery (laughs) store. (laughs) <laughs> and, and then the Triscuits now have this wholesome, white, wheat-looking feel to make them look like they are made better. And course, what? They didn't cost $1.25? I was, I was looking for the generic ones. But I couldn't I'm find sure them. you were. <laughs> I couldn't find them anywhere. I looked around. And, and how many steps did it take to make this dinner? Oh, and this is where the thought counts. I took multiple steps because I had to open the can. I had to warm it up, put butter, pepper, salt, mix it all, mush it all together. And then put the crackers. But well, I also got a great movie. And this movie was called Fractured. And this movie was interesting. Well, not only because I picked it, but also. <laughs> it made up for the dinner. Oh. oh. <laughs> because my delicate stomach could not handle the dinner. But it was the thought that counted. You liked the cheese. I, I did like the cheese. The and, cheese was an extravagant cheese. And it was certainly heavily processed cheese, which I'm surprised. Your stomach's probably feeling it today, is it? It, it is. It is. But then you promised that next time you would make a healthier. A healthy meal. But you chose a healthy movie. Yeah, a very Back healthy movie, movie called Fractured. It was all about a gentleman that imagines that his child has fallen off a construction site wall, goes to the hospital, and then loses his wife and kids, thinking that they are getting taken for organ transplant money. Thinking that the hospital was one big criminal scene where they take in people, take them down to the basement instead of up to the third floor, and rip out their organs and sell them. And no, it did not take place in Baltimore. And no, it did not <laughs> take place in New Jersey either, which is Keith's next thing. Somewhere out in the Midwest, we believe. Right? Minnesota, Minnesota, Minneapolis. That's right. It was in Minnesota where we are headed in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm not going to that hospital. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the crazy part was it shows you that in the mind of a criminal, how the delusions can really become reality. Because as you're watching this, you're rooting for this dad, thinking everybody else is trampling on him, is accusing him of something he didn't do. And then you realize that he's... 